Welcome back, you guys, to When Mamas Rise Up podcast, where we empower you all to rise into the very best version of yourselves. I'm Liz. And I'm Jenna. And we're a couple of moms who have risen up from losing ourselves in the trenches of motherhood. And we are here to help you guys do the same. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm loving this series. I'm not going to lie. And like, honestly, everything now I'm thinking like, it makes me think about when I'm in my strong mom era. I'm using that hashtag on Instagram. I don't even know what's hashtag. I'm making it a hashtag. Like, I'm like, yeah, it's, we need to make it a hashtag, right? Yeah. If you're listening to this, if you're in your strong mom era, you're growing into your strong mom era, use the hashtag. You should be wanting to at least. And by the way, <laughs> your hair looks so good. We Listen, Liz and I tried to record this like two hours ago and I just got out of the shower. She was like, she actually, my hair was still wet. She was like, you should go take a shower. <laughs> I was like, listen, this is not greasy hair. This is wet hair. <laughs> no, but it looked like the color. You got it colored on Friday. It looks pretty. Yes, I got it done Friday. A little self-care. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. We'll um, see. I don't know. I used to be blonde. And a couple of years ago when I had this, like, when I started rising into my string of mom era, yeah. it was an ident- honestly, it was almost an identity thing. Somebody asked me that recently, like, why don't you have blonde hair anymore? And I was like, well, I had blonde literally my entire life. And so it was seriously like an identity thing. Like I just wanted some, like, I didn't want to be that person anymore. And so I went brown and honestly, it's easier to keep up with. Um, then like having to do blonde highlights all the time, but I mean, I was pretty blonde. I have little, sometimes I have moments where I'm like, Oh, I could, maybe I'll go I back. Know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'll I don't see you as a, I don't see you as a blonde. Yeah. You just made me think of, and I don't know if we want to get deep into it right away, but you just <laughs> made me think of, it was a really good, uh, client of mine shared a reel that Mel Robbins posted. Did you see the one where she's walking on her treadmill and uh-uh. she's like, she's talking about, you know, people asking like, why, why does she con- continue to show up and continue to work out as hard as she does and like continue to show up for herself? And she's like, because every day I am battling my old version of myself. You just made me think yes. of that with like, you don't want to go back to like, that's your old identity. And like, yes. that's cool that it's like that uh, black and white of like, I can shift hair colors and it like <laughs> actually represents a new me. No, and I literally. thought that was, Yeah. I thought that was cool. She's just like, you know, even someone who's as successful as Mel Robbins is like, I am still constantly battling that old version of myself that would have snoozed the alarm and would have come up with a million different excuses of why I can't, I don't need to work out on a Saturday. And it's just really cool. It's like all the things we talk about that, you know, we're focusing on. It's like someone over there who is so successful is doing the same thing and yeah. still struggling through the same thing. thought that was yeah, cool. That's no, that is a cool point. Like even still, like if I look at pictures, oh my gosh, like when, my, when my hair is blonde or like it was short and blonde, it was like chin length and blonde. It's like, Oh, that was, I was not, I did not like who I was at that time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's like, when I talk about, you know, everything I'm doing now is just to try to get further and further away from that version of myself. That's where I'm like, okay, now I've got long brown hair. I know that sounds silly, but it is kind of, it's like an identity thing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, um, I don't know. It's, it's powerful making those changes and like changing my body composition and like all those things. It's like, it's just proof that you can continue to grow and be whoever you want to be. Like you can literally be whoever you want to be. You can change your hair. You can change your body. You can change your style. You can change so much about yourself. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's cool. So we, okay. So last week we did the physical side of like how we are setting ourselves apart. A lot of great feedback on that. Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. These last two, I've really, really loved those episodes. And this one I'm actually super pumped about today. We are going to go more so into like the mental side of how we've kind of set ourselves apart, um, from just the societal norm of quote mom life, but also I think setting myself apart from who I used to be, you Mm -hmm. know, because I was, in that like stereotype of the societal norm. And, um, you know, we talked, we've talked about that pretty heavily the last two episodes. And so we really want to go into the mental side of this because honestly, I think the mental side is the most important. It is. I mean, it's, it's everything, you know, the physical side, the physical aspects kind of come like 
in what's the word I'm looking for? They come uh, well, like you, you were saying, like we, like they're byproduct, 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 byproduct. This is true, but like that's what we were like last week. It's like you know, you need to move your body. You know, you need to eat healthier. Like we know these things, and we got a little bit deeper into like specifically types yeah. of workouts and how to eat. But it's like this is this is if you know what this to do, this is where it's at. You gotta have the mental side of things mentally strong as a mama. Yeah. And it's so funny that like Liz and I, we both, we hardly talked all weekend. First of all, she was like, I think I texted you yesterday and you were like, I was literally just like, where have you been? Like, I know we, it we felt like weird two or three days without talking, but it's funny because when we started talking yesterday, we realized we spent the weekend doing the exact same thing, which was mm-hmm. what? We, yeah, we were decluttering spaces, cleaning, <laughs> organizing, like, and that it's, it's perfect timing because that's what we're talking. That's one of the topics we're talking about today, as far as like, just mentally becoming a better version of yourself as a mom, as a, as a strong mom. It's like, I feel, and I know you do too. Like, I feel so good. We felt so good heading into this new week. Whereas there are some Sundays where, you know, I haven't decluttered in clean spaces and like set myself up for success. And I feel a lot more anxiety heading into the week, you know, and, and a lot like more, like just less clear and focused and, um, excited, you know? And so today it was really cool to head into a new week, like ready for a new, you know, a, a, a workout and like, just even getting the kids ready for school felt really like, good. It just feels like you have a grip. You know it what I mean? Like for me, yeah. Like I had a grip on my life, <laughs> you know? So we kind of broke it down guys. And I want to, I'll start with this is to kind of like how we're going to go into, um, just training our minds, but there's three parts to this. We're going to kind of talk about. So the first one's going to be clearing your mind. The second one's going to be growing your mind. And the third one's going to be strengthening your mind. And all of these three aspects we're going to kind of talk about today and just how this really, really, um, you know, is a part of setting yourself apart. I guess. Which, yeah, like the clearing your mind is basically what we're talking about. It's like, it sounds silly that just decluttering a space and like cleaning things up. And you said you gave things away or you got a donation pile and like just going through old stuff. And it's, it mentally, it clears oh gosh, your mind yes. and it, it relieves a lot of stress and anxiety. And like, you know, even if it's like your bedroom and there, you've got laundry all over the place versus cleaning your bedroom and having a clear space. I think it can improve your sleep. Like just having a clean bedroom last night to go into no clothes, like everything was folded and put away. It was, it, it, it's huge. It was huge for me. Think about like, honestly, just when you think about clutter, like if we're going to kind of start into this topic is talking about like clearing the clutter. Okay. From a, your mind, but also your spaces, All right. And I'm granted, I'm not like, I'm not a minimalist. Like you're not going to come to my house and be like, wow, you know, we live in it. Like I said before, we live in a small house, but it's like with three kids, toys and all the things like it adds up and it starts to, you know, it starts to gather and we start to have spaces that seemed really cluttered. Like, so for instance, this weekend, I, I, I went on two spaces this weekend. I went into the bathroom and I completely gutted the bathroom. You know, I pulled out everything from under the cabinets in the, uh, the storage cabinet in the side. Like I got rid of, you know, used up, I, which like three quarters of the way used lotion bottles that I'm never going to use mm. again, just little stuff like that. And it's like, just pulling it out and just freaking throwing it away. You know, I, I think, okay, I've not used this. I've, I've said, I'm going to, I'm not used to this. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like pulling all that stuff out that it literally helps you All that stuff, guys, is energy. So if you Mm -hmm. walk into a room that's heavily cluttered, okay, what kind of energy do you feel? If there is stuff everywhere, it's it impacts your energy in your mind, right? And the energy that like we feel, it's it's real. And so like if you can go through and honestly, it's a little overwhelming if you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I need to declutter my whole house. Don't start with your whole house. Start with a a space. Mm -hmm. If it's not a whole room, it's a closet. Okay. Like focus on one area and just pull it out. Like, do you need this? Do you not? Have you used this? Have you not? Like, are you going to use it in the future? All of these things. And I am, I'm not a hoarder by any means, but I have a hard time getting rid of stuff. Right. Like I went into the boys room. I did the bathroom and I also did the boys room this weekend and I got up in their closet and I pulled down all of these things. I like sentimental things. 
right? So I'm like, oh, this was Hayden's, you know, Hayden's my baby. He, he'll be three guys. And I literally was pulling down his baby blankets and I was like, oh, but I don't want to get rid of this. I don't want to get rid of this. And I, it's one thing if it's a baby blanket that like, for instance, my mom right. crocheted, like, yes, right. I will keep that. But I had a stack of like receiving blankets that obviously I'm never going to use again. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and so it's that kind of stuff. I have to just like take a breath. Have you ever watched the Marie Kondo? Like I have organizing? not. You haven't? Oh my gosh. No. It's like, you know, she goes through getting rid of stuff and it's like, you have to think, thank it for the purpose that it served in your life. It was like, you take a second. Like I loved these blankets. These were my favorite, but it's time to move on and we don't need them anymore. Yeah. You know? And so I got rid of all of that stuff and uh, pulled out all of his old clothes that don't fit. You know, we're moving into the next size. That's another big thing. Like if it's time to turn over clothes for your kids, cause they're growing, like just those acts, man, it can just help your mindset so much. Now going into that room, a, you're just feeling satisfied. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, unfortunately the boys do not appreciate it. Like I do. I'm I like, know, but they I'm do. Like, I bet they still room. feel better that it's like, ah, oh, yeah. it's, I'm it's like, cleaner. Like, Come look at your room. And Hunter's like, I have the cleanest room in the house. <laughs> but you know, they probably sleep better too, because yeah. all of that clutter that's, they're looking at it and they're growing up with that and like feeling, you know, claustrophobic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's all energy. So if you feel mm-hmm. that clutter, Anywhere you, if you go in somewhere and it's dirty, you know, if you need to clean your bathroom or whatever, like it's all energy. Okay. So taking the time to clean your spaces and declutter your spaces, and it does more for just the space. It helps declutter your mind. Also anxiety. We talked about, we talked about that last week too, is anxiety of like doing the things that you know you need to do. So if you walk into a room and you're like, that's super cluttered and it gives you anxiety, it's because you know, you need to clean it out. Yeah. You just keep putting it off. It's going to keep causing you more anxiety. And it's, it's like, if you, it's a closet, if it's your closet, is this, is this the home girl? What is her name? Marie? What is her name? Marie Kondo. Is, is it her rule? (laughs) That's like, if you haven't worn it in a year, get rid of it. Okay. Something like that. But like, yeah, I, but same with your clothes. Like, okay, I've done that where I haven't worn it in a year. I'm not going to wear this ever again. So get rid of it. Um, my, my space was the pantry yesterday oh, and it was unintentional. One. It was literally like I, <laughs> I went in there in the morning to look for something for breakfast and there was a weird smell, <laughs> which, <laughs> which like triggered me to like start just pulling I'm shit out of, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> of the shelves it. and like cleaning. And I like got the little handheld vacuum, started vacuuming shit off and vacuum the floor, pull, you know, it just, so that's where it started. And then it moved into the kitchen and like drawers and it was so good. So good. So, I mean, and those are spaces that we spend a lot of time in. It's not like it's a, you know, a closet that I never go near, uh, which that could be saved for another day. It was like, these were spaces that it just made such a difference. Tim did, Tim put new flooring in on our gym. And so like that required tearing up carpet and like cleaning the floor and like vacuuming. And like, I just took some time to organize some of the spaces in the basement. Just so now when I work out, I went and worked out this morning and had a really great workout because I wasn't stressing about anything around me. Yeah. It makes a huge difference, which like even at home, you know, working, I work at home. And so I've been kind of in this, this zone, uh, like the last couple of weekends, I've been doing a different space every weekend. So like last weekend, not this past, but the one before I did my office space and I have bookshelves and I have like at the bottom of the bookshelves, I have the kids craft stuff. And, you know, I went through all that. Some of them, there were empty boxes of crafts that Harper's already done. And it's like, just gets stuffed back in there and, mm-hmm. you know, pulling all that out. It's so freaking satisfying. It's a lot of work and I, I got to get in kind of modes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even Saturday night. Kyle was like, you know, you want to go out to eat? And I was like, I am in, I'm in the zone. Like I can't <laughs> leave this. I can't leave this situation until I'm finished with it. So like, no, we're not going out tonight, <laughs> but, um, man, it was so good. I put on a podcast. Like, you know, I, I love some of the longer podcasts, like Andrew Huberman and stuff. They're some of them two, three hours long, but it's like, that's the perfect time to listen to him. You know, that combo remember. you shared David Goggins and, Am- yeah. and Andrew Huberman. I'm just trying to figure out how that I know. went. That's was why good. I was you like, it? it was good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just, it was typical David Goggins, you know, a lot of what you hear with, if he's on other podcasts and stuff, yeah. but like 
I thought that was a cool combo too, which is why yeah. I, was, I, I was super interested in listening to that. And it was good. I mean, I'm really glad that that's what I listened to, but I mean, I'm a sucker for stuff like that. So that kind of, I mean, if we can kind of wrap up in this spot, that kind of moves us into the next of like working on our mind with self-development. Yeah. Transitioning over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's, we were talking about that before this, how that's been probably the top area that has helped us grow was because, and, and, you know, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can read all the books, all the self-development books, but was taking that, what we learned, getting excited and going and applying it. Like, you know, that's, that's the biggest piece is you can listen to this podcast. We can be saying these things that like resonate with you, but you have to go out and execute. And so that's something that has for both of us has really helped a ton is maybe not overloading ourselves with all of this information, but like taking some time every day for our self-development, whether it's getting, listening to a podcast. I like listening to them on a walk, but I've found sometimes if it's like to like an Amber, Amber, Andrew Huberman, I need to be like sitting and like, just like we're driving, like something that's like a little more calm to be able to like soak it up. But you know, taking 10 minutes in the morning and reading from my self-development book while I'm having my coffee. That's some days that's all I have in the tank. You know, I think it's important to just think about what you can do to expand your mind um, during the day. And I don't even, I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily want to say learn, like learn, learning is very important. I think that everybody should be in a state of learning, whatever it is, learning on your craft, learning, like learning more about something like that's what I think is very important. Um, but some days it's like, it's not always that it could just be listening to a really good podcast that like forces you to maybe think outside the box or expand your thinking on certain scenarios or whatever. Like for instance, listening to this podcast, like it's, it's, this would fall into the self-development category of like just expanding your mind a little bit. And so rather than being so close-minded, and that was one thing that was a turning point for me was learning how to be open-minded and have a growth mindset Yes, because I was very fixed at a very fixed mindset, which means that what I believed is what I believed and what I, you know, I didn't think that opportunity was a thing. I didn't think that like I could grow. I didn't think that success was meant for me, X, Y, and Z. You know, people who were smart were just smart, smart, like just smart people and all this stuff. And it's like, I, that could not have been further from the truth. You know, once I started reading self-development books and it doesn't have to be like a friggin' textbook, like I'm talking, mm-hmm. you know, Mel Robbins or, you know, Ed Milet has a great book. Like there's different places to start that are just very basic. Um, one of my favorite books ever is called the breakthrough code by Tom McCarthy. That's an awesome one to start with. Like just finding books that like I said, expand your thinking, but it doesn't even have to be a book either. It could be a podcast. It could be diving into a certification. If you have a craft, it could be, um, hell, I don't know. It, like it could yeah. be anything, you yeah. know, it doesn't have to be one thing, but I f- try to do something every day that is self-development centered, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. And so like I, we both, Liz and I are both really good. We have this um, habit of reading 10 pages a day of a self-development book. You know, we're both in this like routine of if we go on a walk or whatever, we're listening to some kind of self-development podcast. Like you will very rarely ever hear me talk about like fictional things. Mm -hmm. Unless. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about your fictional. (laughs) Maybe we don't need to go there. Listen. I like the smut books. Okay. Yeah. But you need to, I had never heard of smut. Explain what smut is, Jenna. It's it's book porn. It is legitimate (laughs) book porn. (laughs) So sometimes like if I, just depending on where I'm at mentally, like sometimes, sometimes we can also get into too much input. And I think that's that's also something to talk about too. Like I, I think I got really, really, really heavy into self-development and you can do awesome. But again, you've got to apply it right? Sometimes you can just get a little overloaded where it's like you get obsessed with listening to it and you get obsessed with hearing about it. But if you're not at a point where you're applying it, it's like, okay, let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's go back to, you know, let's focus on one thing, start applying one thing. Okay. So like I kind of got into this mode where I was like, I just cannot listen to any more. I can't have any more input right now. You know what I mean? I'm overloaded. Like mentally, I just need a break. So (laughs) listening to a little bit of smut and (laughs) I'm not ashamed. 
It's fine. And it, I it learned helped, what smut was. It helped bridge the gap for right. a couple of weeks. And then I'm now I'm back to self-development. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing wrong with that. I think there's times when I, and I know you have been the same, but I like will read a book and it maybe doesn't hit you know, just because of where I'm at in the season of life that I'm at, like, and I, it's important like to really like self-reflect when you're reading these or listening to these podcasts, reading these books and see how you can apply it to you and your life and where you're at and like looking inward and, and thinking about how does this apply to me? How can this make me better? What can I take away from what I read today? And sometimes there are the books that I've read, you know, it's just not hitting. And then I'll read it a year later and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. So just keeping that in mind too, it's like, finish it through, like see if you can finish it through. And then there are books where I save them on my shelf and I'm going to go back and I pull from them. And it, it just, for whatever reason, you know, wherever I'm at, it's hitting me harder. Um, but it's important to like, the reason we encourage this is because when you are doing something to become better. It's hard. It's really hard. And you can only use so much, mm -hmm. like so much motivation quote, um, and that fades. And so the self-development really helps you take care of here, up here, your mind. And it helps, like we've talked about it before. It's like a muscle and it helps, um, just kind of strengthen that muscle the more that you're pouring into that because this is really hard and we can only, you know, we know what to do. We know what we're supposed to do when we're trying to become better, but these just taking care of you, you mentally is so, so, so important. And it gives you the little break from like, if moms are listening to this or whatever you, you know, whatever you're doing, it gives you like, something separate to focus on outside yeah. of mom all the yeah. time. You I mean, know? this is, it, it goes into filling your cup. You know what I mean? It's like you are pouring into yourself for that 10 pages of whatever mm -hmm. it is, like find something that interests you. And like, I'm not gonna lie. There's been books that I've opened up and I'm like, this is not at all. This isn't it. You know? And it's like, I'll get through a few pages. I try few chapters. I'm like, this just isn't it. And I'll switch books, you know? And and then, but then at the same time, like you said, I'll keep it on the shelf. Maybe it's just not hitting at the right time. Exactly. Like it's Liz calls me a book whore. She's a book whore. I am, but <laughs> I went to, uh, I'm notorious. I buy all the books and then she'll like, send me like three new books that she just got. I'm like, you haven't finished like the last five that you just bought. I literally, <laughs> I have a list of like 15 books that are in the lineup that I need, that I own currently that I need to read. There's this, there's a store um, in Indy called half price books. And it's just a book resale shop. And it's awesome. I went there one day and I left and I had like eight books I sent to Liz. I was like, look, she was like, really? You bought more books? <laughs> Again. <laughs> But, um, no, it's so exciting too. And it's, you can go back to them. books, something about having an actual book in your hand versus like a Kindle or something like that. It makes a big difference. I love being able to have a bookmark, see how much, you know, see how far I've gotten into the book. And like, I don't know, there's something about yeah. like a physical book that is, I don't know. I love it with my coffee in the morning and, um, yeah. You can, you can go and hide like the, the book I'm reading right now, it even says in the beginning, like mark up the pages, like you can yeah. go in and highlight it and, and write in it. And there's probably the first self-development book that I ever read was atomic habits. And we've talked about that one before. That's one, like one of the number one books I always recommend to clients, but I love going back and looking at it. And I like, like all my stickies and the pages folded and highlights and yeah. notes written in it. Cause you can go back to that and like, self-reflect and see, does it hit the same now? Like, is it something that still applies? And maybe you, again, you get something new out of those notes that you've written before. So that's another cool thing about having it in your hands, an actual book to read. Yeah. You know what else I think that like hit for me when I first started reading self-development, because I can tell you right now up until like three, two, three years ago, I had never read a self-development book in my life. Um, once I started, I think the first one actually I ever read was, um, David Goggins. Oh yeah. Can't hurt me. First one. Can't hurt me. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, first of all, I think it was really cool because, and this is something we're going to also get a little bit more into next week. But when you start on this journey of like deciding that you want better, right. And you are going to kind of, you are decided that you want better. You want to break away from this 
stereotypical norm. You want better for yourself. You want to rise up in your strong mom era, all the things. It can feel a little lonely, yeah. especially, especially if you don't know many people around you who are on this same journey or who want to better themselves. And that's kind of where I felt like I was, it was like, I, cause this was, I mean, back in the beginning, this is before me and Liz met. This is before I met any of my like current best friends who are all on the same journey with me. It was lonely as hell. And so yeah. when I started reading, it was almost like it opened up my eyes to like this whole new world of people out in the world who want to be better and who That's are so working to be better. And it's like, whoa, this is a thing. Like pe- there are people out there excelling at life who started from nothing. I think that's honestly, I think that that's why David Goggins book hit me so hard is because he started from literally nothing and he built this life for himself. And it was like, that would might've been my light bulb moment of being like, holy shit. Like, you don't have to be born into this. You don't have to be born into like having all this stuff laid out on you, laid out for you on a platter. Right. Born with all of this mental strength. It's like, you have to literally build it. Yes. And there's nothing saying that you can do it versus some, or you can't do it versus somebody else. Like it's anybody can do it. And I think that that's why that was such a big book for me. Cause that was one of my first ones I ever read. And it was like, Whoa, like that opened my eyes a ton to a, just making me feel like I'm not alone and be that it's possible. Yeah. You know, someone like with like the shittiest situation, the shittiest life and upbringing yes. is like, no, I don't have to, this doesn't have to be the narrative. Just like, yes. just like our mom, our, our strong mom era, right? It doesn't <laughs> yes, have to be exactly. the narrative of what society tells us it needs to be. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a big part of it too, is it's just like opening your eyes to this whole new world of sure development and becoming better. Like it's, it, like I said, we'll get into, we're going to get into this more next week, but it can be a little lonely, especially if you are first trying to kind of pull yourself out of this. Um, and you just don't really know where to look. That's why diving into a book, a self-development book, um, it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. And podcasts, podcasts, there's, it feels like they are speaking to you and we hope, you know, hope you feel the same way. And like, you're just a part of part of the conversation. Like we're speaking to you. Um, and you're having coffee with us. Yeah. Sitting down (laughs) having some coffee or in Jenna's case, an energy drink, which I'm very jealous of delicious one P energy (laughs) lighting. (laughs) So yeah. So always be growing your mind guys, like always be kind of challenging yourself in that way, finding something that you can, um, learn or open your mind or maybe see things differently, or just get a different point of view on, certain situations, learn about mom life, learn about whatever it is you want. Like, it's so important, um, to again, the mental aspect of this whole thing. So Liz just got up and walked away and I don't know where she went. (laughs) We can cut that part out. Oh my gosh. I had to like, I don't know if the, the, was the microphone picking up Carl? No. Oh, he's going, he's going freaking nuts. He sees something outside. (laughs) So I like ran and grabbed him, put him in his kennel. Oh my God. I'm like, I I can't, I can't carry the show by myself. (laughs) You stop talking. I'm like, shoot. I thought she could keep going for a few seconds. We can cut that part out. My bad. Yeah. We'll cut it out. It's fine. Um, so, okay. Moving on to the third, third part of this. Um, Let's talk about strengthening our mind because this is a huge, huge, huge. I mean, all three of these, I feel like the clearing of your mind, the growing of your mind, but the strengthening of your mind, they're all huge pieces of the puzzle. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about strengthening your mindset. Yeah. So we've talked about this before in like our episode talking about building confidence, ways to build confidence. But, you know, we realize we're at episode who knows what by now. So it's good to like bring these are really this is probably one of the biggest things that people ask, like, you know, how do I build confidence or how do I just continue to like, how do you show up every day? Like, how do you do those things, you know, and have two kids and, you know, be doing all the things that you're doing. And it's like, that is where you build strength. Like I said earlier, your mind is like a muscle. I mean, it really is. And the more, reps you put in, which is the more following through on the promises that you make to yourself, following through on the things that you say you're going to do, doing hard things, you are building that muscle. 
over and over and over. And that is literally how you strengthen your mind and build because you're building confidence. Like think of, think of when you are, you're feeling your best. It's because you are doing things that fill your cup. Like we talked about, you're following through on things that you commit to and you're doing it over and over again, because you are continuing to put in those reps. You are building that muscle. And that's literally like showing up every single day. And we've talked about this before showing up in the capacity that you're able to show up in and pour into whatever it is that you say you're going to do that day to the best that you can. That is what starts to build strength. Yeah. I think that too, um, this kind of, I mean, this goes hand in hand with showing up no matter what, but it's like the second that I talked about this a little bit today with my team is like, everybody's going to have obstacles. Everybody's going to have, you know, things that come up, circumstances. Everybody has different things that they're dealing with, no matter what it is. But the building of the strength comes from executing regardless of those things. Mm-hmm. And I actually, hold on. I posted a quote today. Actually, let me find it. It said, um, because this goes hand in hand with everything that we're talking about. It says, choosing to believe that anything that happens is in your best interest will turn all of the challenges and circumstances into a refinery that will shape your characters and character and skills and will develop within you an ability to change the world. Hmm. And that is a quote from the book, Chop Wood, Carry Water. Um, I really, really love that book. If you're looking for a good one, it's a good self-development book. Um, But it's basically saying like, you're welcoming any challenges that come your way. So rather than looking at like, Again, like we, I know we always use this excuse, not excuse, but this example of like, oh, my kid got sick, whatever. It's like, yeah, that's going to make today harder, but being able to show up and do what you need to do, regardless of that, like those are the things that help you grow. Mm -hmm. Okay. It could be, hell, I don't know. You break your leg and it's like choosing to do the hard things regardless of that versus being like, okay, well. I guess all my stuff is going to be put on the back burner for the next two months while my leg heals. It's like, no, these things are put in your path for a reason to develop you into the person that you need to be. It's like, they are literally happen in your favor. It's hard to see them that way in the middle of it, but it's like, you would not develop into the person you need to be if things were easy. Right. I mean, that's just how it is. If anything is easy, we're not growing. I think everybody can kind of like agree on that. It's like your growth does not happen inside of your comfort zone. So if things in your life are just going really smooth sailing, easy, we're not growing, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when we were challenging ourselves or when things are hard and we're showing up regardless, that's where the growth happens. And that's where you build the character and build the skills that you need to develop to be the person that you need to be, to set yourself apart as this strong mom that you want to be. Like you develop into that person through the hard times, Mm -hmm. not through the easy times. Yeah. How can I look at this as an opportunity to get better and not a shitty situation? Yeah, it's shitty, but you know, have your quick little pity party and then look at it as, okay, this is an opportunity. How can I look at this as an opportunity? How can this make me better? How can I push through this and continue to get better? You can have two different people in the same situation, like same situation. And one would see it as an excuse and one see it as an opportunity. And the person who sees it as an opportunity is going to be the one who moves forward and excels and is successful every single time. So like, it's really almost about changing your perspective, but welcoming challenges, maybe not welcoming them, just but like, it's a part of it. It's just a part of it. Right. Yeah. It's just, you know, you have to kind of go through these things and also just like doing things that challenge you too you know, like step outside of your comfort zone. If you are not used to, I mean, let's throw it back to the physical aspect. If you always work out at home and it's really intimidating to go to a gym, go to a gym, you know, Mm -hmm. join a class, like do things outside of your comfort zone, because I can guarantee you stuff like that's going to make you better getting out of your comfort zone. Maybe you're going to meet another mom who is on the same journey as you or who you maybe connect with or whatever. And so, um, you know, there it's most of the time it's pushing past the hard things to find the good on the other side. Like there's Mm -hmm. presence for you on the other side, but you got to get through the hard stuff first. The things that are very uncomfortable first. I had a client reach out this weekend. She's really struggling. She tracked her macros in the app that we coach in. She was tracking her macros consistently during this. I think it was the summer we were working together. And so she's like, I know I can do this. Why am I struggling to start tracking again? Because she had so much success with tracking. And I was like, I mean, because you stopped 
and it's uncomfortable to do it. It's boring. It's monotonous. It's like, it is uncomfortable literally to start back up and start tracking everything you eat every single day, because you've been comfortable for so long, not tracking. You took a break. You gave yourself a little bit of wiggle room and and a little bit of rest on that piece. And it's no longer like a habit or a part of your every single day. And so that's, I guarantee I told her, I said, you need to, if this is your one thing you're trying to create that you need to get uncomfortable with again, make it your non-negotiable. It has to become a non-negotiable every day. You don't have to have five non-negotiables. Have this be your non-negotiable every day. Embrace being uncomfortable, right? Because you know that you have success when you are tracking your macros. Embrace being uncomfortable. Have it your non-negotiable. And man, I bet you after a week of consistently tracking, you're going to feel so much better just up here mentally, like we're talking about right now, because you did those hard things over and over and over. Well, look at it too. It's, I mean, you fall into this where it's not like it's, 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 can I freaking talk? It's comfortable for her to not track, right? Yeah. But is she moving forward? Obviously not. She's probably moving backwards because staying in her comfort zone, she's not seeing success. You know, Mm -hmm. it's when you get out of your comfort zone, it's like doing the tracking, like, yeah, that's uncomfortable, but that's where the success is. That's where you're going to move forward. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, it's cut and dry. Every single scenario you can put in front of you. I can remember the first time that I really had like my eyes open to this like situation was actually forever ago. Like it was a long, long time ago. My first job I ever had, um, I worked in oral surgery for a really long time and it was my very first job. I was very unhappy there. Like I did not really, I didn't drive with the doctor. Like I was really far from home. Like I really wanted to find something closer to home, but the thought of leaving that job that I, that was my first job that I had, I'd, it's all I'd known. And like, I was friends with the girls there. Like that was the most uncomfortable thing I could ever even possibly think of. But it was like, I knew if I wanted to become happier and, and, you know, work closer to closer to home and for a doctor that I actually enjoyed working for and all of this, I had to go through that uncomfortable time of switching jobs, you know, and it's like every, every single time the good stuff is on the other side of being uncomfortable. So just remember that guys, like our, our minds want to keep us comfortable. It's like a survival mechanism, which is why it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's because it's uncomfortable. Doesn't mean that it's wrong. Actually, when it's uncomfortable, it means that it's right. That's and that's that's a good point too, because it we always talk about it being applied to your health and fitness goals and your journey. But like, it can be a job, it can be a huge yeah. career change, and something that scares the crap out of you and makes you really uncomfortable. Lean into that. That is, yeah. like you said, there is so much good that will come on the other side of that and oh, yeah. uh, happiness, and it's just worth it. Yeah, for sure. You know, joining doing what we do. I remember joining, like we work through first form. I remember joining first form and taking this step to even start this journey of coaching nutrition and this and that, like that was super uncomfortable for me. It's led to the best thing in my entire life. You know, everything that's worth having is on the other side of being uncomfortable. So we have to remember that. And if you are working to set yourself apart, you know, odds are you're probably pretty comfortable where you're at. If you're on, but at the same time, are you comfortable and unhappy? Like that's usually many times they go hand in hand too, or maybe mm-hmm. not unhappy, but not fulfilled. Yeah. You know, comfortable and fulfilled don't usually go in the same scenario. So I don't know, it's like a self audit and kind of think about what kind of things can you push yourself to be uncomfortable? Like I said, whether it's joining a gym or starting a podcast, you know, this was like so uncomfortable for Liz and I, when we started doing this, we were just like, oh my gosh, we, you know, we even put a time limit on it. We were like, when we were talking about it, we were like, okay, what's our deadline. We have to get it started by, because we knew that we would just keep talking about it forever. Like we knew that we would never actually pull the trigger because it was so freaking uncomfortable. Didn't we do it earlier than our deadline? Like I'm sitting here, we did, we talked, I remember it was like April. It was like April. We started talking about it. And we yeah. set a deadline. I think we did it by June. June. Our first. Yeah. I don't remember what our deadline was, but I remember I think setting it was a deadline. July because you somewhere related to your birthday. And we were yeah. like, we got to yeah, get yeah, it out before it that. Yeah. And I don't know if we've ever talked about how we decided to do this. Like I, I, we've posted it on social media, but I don't know if we've talked about it on here. It's just, uh, yeah, it was know. like, 
we came to each other like literally the same time of just like, I'm feeling this push. Well, I'm so feeling this push. The things that think because <laughs> I'm so excited. Lay off um, the energy drink. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> um, the thing is our podcast episodes, guys, are legitimate just conversations that Liz and I have right daily. And we were having conversations like this and we were like, man, like we need our people to hear this, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, how can we get our people to hear this or how, you know, it's, it was almost like we needed to record these conversations. Yeah. And just be able to reach more people, like yeah. hopefully hear, you know, friends of friends of friends that are sharing it and we can reach those people and make an impact in them that we would have never met yeah. through social media or through our coaching. And it's, I don't know, it was just crazy because it was, it was right around the same time. Like I just was feeling this push. Um, I, I believe it was, I mean, I don't know everyone's beliefs, but I believe it was a God thing. Like they, I was being told I needed to reach more people. It was just yeah. like this, I yeah. don't know. And I came to you about the podcast. I had put it on my vision board. No, you put, and, we, we talked about it first because I remember, I specifically remember we talked about it and then you put it on your vision. Oh, board. okay. And then okay. I was, and when you put it on your vision board, I was like, oh shit. That means it's happening. <laughs> like, happening. It's on the vision board. Like yeah. this is really happening, you know, because in uh, at the beginning it was almost like, yeah, that's a cool thought. Kind of like, I would love to say, I think someday, I mean, who knows how watch in the future. I think someday I will probably write a book, but that's in the future. Couldn't even tell you when, couldn't even tell you what it's about. But I think that that would is somewhere in my life. That was almost how I felt about the podcast thing. It was like, yeah, that would be cool someday. Yeah. <laughs> but then Liz is like, nope, going on the, it's on the vision board. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is moving up. <laughs> like, I think if I sit and think about things too much, I mean that, yes, there are certain things where you have to plan and think about them. But like the more I stew and think about it, the more I'm going to talk myself out of it. So I was yeah. just like, get it up on there. It's <laughs> happening. But like Jenna was like, she came to me with the same thing. It was just like right yeah. around the same time. So anyways, I feel like this podcast is just meant to be. And so us happy getting very, it. this was us getting very uncomfortable yeah, and doing something we wanted to do. And it's, it's only led to good things, honestly, like it's only, it's only led to good. And that's how I feel about everything that's uncomfortable in life. Everything. Every, and I love that quote. What is it? Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of what you're afraid of. Hmm. And most of the time, whatever, what we're afraid of is just being uncomfortable. And, um, and it's true, you know, think about what's holding you back from whatever it is that you're wanting. Like, what is it? The one thing that's holding you back most of the time it's fear. It's fear. Like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I'm afraid of what people are going to think about me. That's a huge one. That is a Honestly, big one. Especially, especially as we're talking about kind of rising up and like into our strong mom era. I love saying that. Um, but it's like, what are people going to think about me? You know? And I, I even had a mom who had messaged me and it was like, I'm starting to, she was, she's you know, I'm working with her in the app. She's starting to see results. And she's like, but you know, it's kind of uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm making it so that my other friends don't relate to me. You know, she's like, it's, and it makes me want to like step on the break a little bit because I don't want people to feel like I'm not approachable because I'm doing all these things to set myself apart. And that was like, man, those are real feelings, man. Yeah. And it's, it's, those are real. But at the same time, I think it's also at the same time, flipping your perspective of like versus not being relatable. What if you can look at yourself as to showing other people what they're capable of? Exactly. You know, you pulling yourself out of this like stereotypical view of a mom, you are working to become better and you're working to be happier and comfortable in your skin and more confident and all these things. It's literally just a testament to other moms. Like, holy crap, they did it. I can do it too. Versus feeling intimidating or whatever, you know, it's, it's leading by example and leading from the front and being like, listen, it's possible. And that's yeah. so much of what Liz and I want to show people too, is it's like, no, listen, we were kind of caught in this cycle. We were in this mindset too, but we broke away and it's possible and it's, you can become better and you can chase your dreams and you can like, you know, feel good. I don't know. It's well, and as you rise up or as you are changing to 
better yourself and you feel like, like you were saying, she's worried that she's intimidating her friends or, you know, the friends don't like that she's changing. Yeah. I mean, is it, is that true or is it in your head? Because right. change true. is uncomfortable. So that's like, I, I like the idea of shift the perspective that, you know, just keep showing up, keep doing what you're doing. You're not a bad person. Right. You know, if they, if they want to distance themselves, they'll do that. If they are uncomfortable with your change, they'll do that until they're ready to do the same and follow suit. Or if they're real good friends, they're going to stick by your side. But right. a lot of times it's just in our head because change is uncomfortable for us too. So, um, I say what you said, just keep doing what you're doing and hopefully they'll follow along and follow your lead and, you know, get uncomfortable with you. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know, bringing it back guys to clearing your mind, growing your mind and strengthening your mind. Hopefully that kind of put a perspective on that for you as far as just how important that is, um, to keep your mind just nice and healthy, you know, keeping your spaces clear, clearing. Like I said, if you have anxiety, all these things going on, most of the time it's because you're not doing something that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, now I, we talk about the mental health aspect of this and obviously like I'm kind of going through a lot of crap with coming off of those antidepressants last year. I know I keep talking about it guys, but it's just a freaking journey. Like it really is. And it's something I feel like I'm always going to be healing from and working through. Um, but there's a lot of things too, that like pouring into my mind is, I mean, that's where all the healing happens. So making sure that I do those things to do my self-development every day, pour it, like read. And I make sure that I spend some time. I know we were literally just talking about listening to podcasts and stuff, but also spending time with no input, you know, even if it's 10 minutes a day of like going outside on a walk with no music, no podcasts, nothing. And just so you can just be alone with your thoughts you know, and that's when I pray. That's when I talk to God and I can actually hear God talking to me when I'm, when there's no input, you know, that time is so, so valuable too. Um, but I think that a lot of what's helped is what we have literally just been talking about is just like keeping your mind nice and clear, doing things. We, something we didn't even talk about was like planning, like meal planning no, for your didn't. family and just like yeah. organizing, um, you know, schedules and stuff. I try to spend a lot of time on Sundays with like planning out my schedule for the week, getting all my zoom calls in my calendar, getting the kids practices in my calendar, stuff like that. So that I just go into the week with a grip on things, you know, and not going into the week, just feeling like I'm absolutely drowning. Um, because I mean, if you start out that way, it's going to be like that the whole week. Yeah. You know, so you almost have to get ahead of it on Sunday. I did a ton of work yesterday too. We were just laying around watching football. Um, I got ahead on work yesterday, got some things planned out for the week, got, you know, did some meal prep, like planned out some meals that we're going to have for dinner. Like I feel so good going into this week. Like I have no anxiety. Um, I mean, there's always a little bit of anxiety, but you know, that's just, it's just mom life. Yeah. Um, but I just feel so much better going into this week, for instance, than last week, last week I was, I felt like I was behind. I was behind on work the whole week. I could not catch up. Mm -hmm. I was you know, I had all kinds of anxiety, like my spaces were cluttered, like the bathroom needed cleaned, all these things. And it's like, if we just make time to prioritize that, um, just little things at a time, I'm not saying you have to deep clean your whole house top to bottom. It's like, just focus on a space. Right. If you, if I focus on one bookshelf, I could clear out that whole bookshelf in 15 minutes. If I just with full intent go balls to the wall on cleaning this bookshelf and then Holy crap, I look at it and I'm like, wow, that I can breathe. Like that looks so much better. You know, the last couple of weeks we've been have, making donation piles. Kyle just went through his whole closet. He got rid of half of his closet. Kyle lost like 70 pounds within the last couple of years. And he still had all of his old clothes. Like he went down two sizes. And I was like, listen, <laughs> if we ever, like, let's, let's go through and get rid of some of these things. Cause like, let's be honest, you're not going to wear these anymore. So Finally got him to go through and declutter. He feels so much better. Oh, I'm sure. Like, wow. Look at how much better the closet looks. <laughs> you know, those things are cleansing for just your spaces and your mind. Like, and if your kids are in that scenario where things are clean and tidy and decluttered, not saying we don't have a messy house. Like I have three kids, things get messy, but just clutter is what I'm mm -hmm. talking about. Um, it's good energy for them, you know, and it's like, 
Also, your kids feed off of your energy. So if I'm really highly anxious and I'm not in a good spot, then my kids feed off of that. Then they start acting out. And then everybody under this roof is just going nuts. So it's like these things are just so, so important, um, not only for you, but for everybody. Yep. It all comes back to, I mean, there's so much negativity in this world and it's, we're very easily influenced to go the negative route and think negative thoughts just from what we see all the time and what's pushed out there. And so, like you were saying, just from the mental side of things, you just have to be proactive with creating these spaces and be proactive with feeding your mind with positivity and be proactive with going and following through on these things because yeah, like I said, there's just so much negativity and you can really shift that in such a good way. Just again, comes back to being proactive. So I think, no, I like that word a lot because I think too, it also, I love the term or the phrase living life on offense and not defense. Right. And it's like when I, when I was starting the week off and I feel like I'm drowning and you know, cause I'm not gotten ahead on things. I'm living on defense yeah. because I'm literally just taking things as they come versus being proactive, living on offense, doing things ahead of time to set myself up so that my mind is clear. I'm in a good headspace. Like I feel like I have a grip on things like that makes such a difference is shifting that perspective and just doing things ahead of time, being proactive, like you said. Yeah. Yep. Well, oh, I had to, well, you know, my, I have a wife fail today, not a mom what? fail. What you know you it. Oh, you can talk you about know it. it. Um, but I was like, I have to share this on the podcast yeah. because you guys are all going to feel like amazing wives or <laughs> significant others or partners, whatever I, so, okay. We can laugh about this now because everything is okay. Uh, but I think it was Tuesday. It was last, no, it was, it was last Monday. Last was it really Monday? Yeah. Um, okay. So back to the gym. Tim is is he was putting in new flooring in our gym, and like it was his idea. So I was like, you take take it away. So he got started like Sunday evening. So he didn't get much done. He just like tore up the gym and I work out down there. And so there was like (laughs) shit all over the place. The carpet was rolled up. There were plates everywhere. And I went down to work out Monday morning and I was pissed. And so I took a picture of it and sent it to Tim. And I was like, I sent him like a shitty text. I was like, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And I shit you not in like five minutes, I get a notification. He had been in a car accident. And like, this is a thing you guys, I don't know. Hopefully no one has had to experience this, but on an iPhone for, we didn't even know he had it set up. It's like, I was an emergency contact and it automatically, once you call 911 or you get in an accident, somehow it knows it automatically sent me uh, a text that notified me his location, that he was in an accident. And that's all I knew. And I was like, holy shit. I thought in my head, I'm thinking like the worst, the worst, the worst case, because I couldn't get a hold of him. So I'm freaking out. I know he was in a car accident. And then I start going to, okay, I, my last words to my husband could have been you motherfucker, like in this text. (laughs) And I was like, just my mind was going to the worst case. So thank the Lord. He is okay. His car is not. Um, Carl, our dog was in the car with him. He got a little banged up, but everyone's okay. It was not. And and then I started thinking, oh, he read my text and he was looking down and that caused the accident. Like that's where my head went to. So he was not, he, he did not cause the accident. He got T-boned. Someone ran a red light, but I was so now he's like, we can laugh about it. He's giving me shit all the time. And he like told all his friends how that was like his final. <laughs> That was his wife's final text to him. <laughs> but this is your reminder, guys. Dude, like, but at the same time, it's a it is a good reminder. It's it like, is a good you reminder. Never know. I mean, thank God he was fine, but like you never know when's never the last know. time you're gonna talk to somebody. Tell you know what I mean? The and people like... you love that you love them. <laughs> he even and he even actually he called me on his way to work and he never he he never does. And he was like chatty Kathy, like talking about all the things like with the boys and stuff, we were catching up on stuff and I was wanting to go work out. So I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Like I'm rushing the conversation. I like, didn't even, I don't even know if I said, okay, love you. Bye. But, uh, yeah, just that's, See, I that's think that was, 
that was definitely a God thing between that scenario and then the text and being like, well, yeah. that could have been a yeah. really, really bad yep. day, yep. you know, bad situation. Yep. And um, I know that's a good tell. That is, tell that is a major, them. major wife fail. <laughs> <laughs> you guys who Learning. listen to this regularly are probably like, this Liz is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> like my mom fails. Now no, this. No, that was, I mean, it is a good lesson. It's a good reminder. It's a good lesson. Like, thank God everything was fine. Yeah. Um, but man, RIP to the Camry. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim has needed a new car for a long time. So listen, Tim is turning the big four Oh this year. He has never bought himself a new car in his life. And I'm like, it is time. Like go get yourself a damn like nice new truck do I, I'm trying and he's still trying to revert. Like, well, no, we need like a used, we need a used car. <laughs> he's so funny. He's just, he's a very selfless human and wants, you know, wants mama to drive the nice car or to save that money for other things. And he well, needs to just go do something for himself. I know he's going to be listening to this. He also listens to it at like three times the speed. So Tim. <laughs> He gets done with our episodes in like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, Tim, it's time for a new car. You deserve it, buddy. Do it. And I love you. The basement looks beautiful. The gym looks good. Thank you. He did finish it. He did an amazing job and worked his ass off yesterday all day on the basement. And I did nothing for him for that. I did the closets. I did the other spaces. But anyways, all right. You got any mom fails or anything to share before we go? Oh, I'm perfect. I know you are. Apparently no. you are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Honestly, we're like, we're getting ready for Hunter's birthday party. He's about to be seven. Um, booked that first of all. Okay. I've always been a birthday party at home kind of person, but after last year, I was like, no more. Like these kids are getting bigger. They're getting wild, <laughs> like Taking no up more space. Yeah. So this is the first year, first time I've ever like booked a party at a place. I know this sounds kind of crazy because I have three kids. I've just literally always done them at my house. And so I asked Hunter where he wanted his party and he wanted it at Sky Zone because literally we live out in the middle of nowhere and Sky Zone is the only thing remotely close to our house, which is like 30 minutes. Um, but anyway, go to book this freaking party $400 later. Why are these parties so expensive? But like, this is why I've always done them at home because I get a Walmart cake and Dollar Tree <laughs> decorations and like call it a day. So I was like, buddy, I'm just like, you know, this is your birthday present yeah. and your party. Like, oh, he's going to have is. the best day. Like we started doing that too. And it's, you're paying for your mental sanity, mom. I like literally, you, literally, you don't have to clean your house before. You don't have to clean up after like everything is taken care of and you are yeah. going to love it. I think the switch last year, I let Harper have a sleepover and it was like a bunch of <laughs> seven year olds, eight year olds. And there was like six of them and it was chaos. And I was like, after that, nope, no more ever again. Like we are never doing it at this house again. That was like my breaking point. So I'm like, $400 is a little steep but I'll pay it to save my sanity. So do they take care of the cake and everything? Or do you have to bring the cake? I think I bring the cake, but they take care of the pizza and like yeah. all the things. So, Plates and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, so nice. yeah, we're getting ready for that. Hayden's about to be three. Their birthdays are only two weeks apart. Yeah, you got a lot of like, even, isn't Harper's April? Like they're all yeah, real close. They're all, yeah. yeah. So Harper will be nine and these little babies are just growing up. It goes so fast. So, all right, guys. Well, um, we have one more episode in this strong mom era series next week. We're going to be diving more into, uh, like relationships and setting boundaries. And uh, like I said, we kind of touched on it a teeny bit today. I was trying not to get too far into it because it's something that we're going to really dive into next week. So I'm excited about that one. Um, but again, hopefully this helped with working on just becoming a better person, becoming a better mom, wife human in general, um, is growing your mind and always kind of challenging yourself there. And, uh, hopefully being okay with wanting to be better. Like yeah. you have friends pushing back. It's okay. You'll make new friends. So yes. we'll talk about that more next week, but yeah, like, I know we can't, every time I, I want to say something, I'm like, wait, no, that's next week. That's next week. So we're going to get it's, really, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Well, if you guys, as always, if you found some value from this episode, if you are enjoying the show, if you're 
if you know someone in your life that you think could benefit from listening to this show, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys share the show. This is why we can't do YouTube. <laughs> I know. I know. You guys only saw what we looked like behind the scenes of the behind the microphone. <laughs> oh, but as always, yes, please share the show. This is how we're continuing to grow. And our mission is to reach more people and just get the word out there that you can want to be better. And this is how you do it. So, yep. 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 So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye.